Hello Wandering into Wellness folk. Hello followers. Hello. Finn and Lydia as per usual. And a much more familiar face to most of you. Over to our right is John Cavanagh. Hi, Namaste. John. Thank you very much for coming. <laughs> Namaste indeed. Yeah, it feels a bit like that, doesn't it? It does. Lydia was practicing before and John was like, oh, is this a yoga slash chat? Oh, I'm not set up for this. <laughs> I don't have my leggings on. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like everybody else out there, though. Yes. It's yeah. kind of mad, isn't it, to see the like... It's the... brilliant. It's fantastic. There's, there's great energy, a lot of smiling people, and, and the weather was kind to us. <sighs> Which is so, my goodness. Uh, yeah, yeah, especially Irish during the week, it was... Yeah. It was looking a bit rocky there, but uh, it changed around Friday evening, and yesterday was lovely, and, and today is gorgeous again. Yeah, 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 indeed. Are you are you in Dublin most of the time at the moment? Anyway? Yeah, so you're like yeah, you're yeah. I live up weather. in the mountains. Okay. Oh, do you really? Yeah, I do. Oh, nice. yeah. Up in Sagard. Oh, cool. Very so, good. Um, yeah. That's you're like you've jumped just outside the city. That comes the perfect distance. It from, is. It is. Yeah. Twenty minutes door to door, gym to house. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, it's great. I love I love living up there. And have you? Did you grow up in the countryside? Actually, no, I grew up in Raffarnham, oh, and right. then I spent my twenties and thirties living pretty much city centre. Okay, yeah, yeah. So uh, to move from there, the last year and a, year and a half now to be in, I wake up every morning like a few birds chirping and it's silence. So and good, isn't it? First few months was actually weird. It was actually freaky? it was hard to sleep because there was yeah. no. I had to put the TV on and stuff like that. But I, I've so, I've since come to uh, really appreciate it. It's lovely to have the. The yin and it's yang, nice to have the contrast, just to isn't switch it? off, you know. Yeah, so like, speak to that a little bit if you can. So the yin and the yang situation, because you're in a gym, you're in a very, it's a very yang environment. Like yes. all your work is very yang oriented. Yes. Do you have like, have you found that you need that yin thing more and more as you've grown? Is, is it something where, like, was that always part of your thing? Did you always have like ways of kind of like, you know, balancing that thing out, or, or how do you? Yeah, like you said, uh, you know, my Saturday nights are generally at, at shows with thousands of people, and it's yeah. MMA is hyper competitive and the audience gets into it and it, it's, it, it is very full on. Yeah. So to have something to be able to switch off to go the other way is very important to me. Um, it used to have, it used to be sometimes something as simple as just being in a quiet room on my own for a while. Okay. Um, yeah. Now it is particularly nice, you know, I do, I have kind of a biggish garden and two, two, two lovely dogs that I, I just love. If I've done that on a Saturday night on Sunday morning, to just walk around and yeah. I hear a few birds chirping it's and Kira and Valka are wrestling each other. Nice. It's, uh, it's very rewarding and like you said, very balancing. Nice, it's a tonic. Cool. Yes. Yeah. And did you, did you so that, that, it's kind of part of that martial arts philosophy as well, mm -hmm. isn't it? Yep. And did you grow up around, were your parents kind of into this stuff as well? Did, that, did no. any of this come from your parents? No, kind of no, just you? no, I just, I just kind of got into it, but then... Um, and did, did you have a sort of a, a master, a person who led you into it or kind of guided you into uh, that lifestyle? I was so young going into it, I was four when I started, it was my dad that got me into it initially. Okay. Um, he wasn't really too much into it himself, but he yeah. put me into it. Um, and I did it, so I kind of just went through the motions until I was about 18, 19, and then I got serious about it. Mm -hmm. And um, start reading a lot and, and studying different martial arts, and um, that was something that was always coming up, this, the idea of making sure that there's balance some I think go too far one way, some for sure go far too the other way. Yeah. And I'm still just trying to figure out uh, getting it right. And it, it's such a personality thing as well, isn't it? Because I mean, it's not the same for everyone regardless. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And you know, e even to slightly switch topics, like sometimes not getting a, a, a fighter ready, um, mm. you, you learn that some guys need to be brought up in excitement levels and some need to be brought down. Mm. But that takes time. It takes time to build a relationship with, with, a, with an athlete to know. It's always, it's, it's a really interesting thing as well, isn't it? That they have, um, I mean, the preparation part for going into something that's as, as, as full on as a one-on-one -on -one combative thing where you can literally risking your life mm -hmm. is, I mean, it, it's such an important ritual for them, I imagine, as well. And that ritual, you know, that you see guys who make changes in the ritual and then they kind of go, oh, well, like the, the, the walkout music wasn't the same and that's what happened. Or 
there's, there, they become so fragile around those things sometimes, don't they? Yeah, yeah. I always tell my guys, be careful of um, going to any kind of superstition that I need my particular pair of socks on that yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because they might be there. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, I tell my guys, you need your, uh, you need your mouthpiece. Yeah. Your, your crime protection definitely we can get the rest you know, we can <laughs> yeah. get clothes we can get shorts the music might be there it might not be there your opponent could change on the day of the event uh, there's a lot of things that that are out of your control yeah that you shouldn't stress about um because they're out of your control but there's some things that are in your control mm. such as your weight on the day mm. um your fitness level on the day there's certain things that are within your control so yeah. it's kind of like that give me the strength to um let go of what i can't control yeah and appreciation of what i and the strength to control what I can, you know. Yeah, I know yeah, there's yeah. A, a neater way of saying it. No, I'm pretty good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> and it's one of those phrases that you find through lots of different cultures yes, as well. It's not yes. just a Western thing. Yeah. And so when it comes to like your own relationship with students and stuff, how how do you like that master-student relationship? You see it kind of quite differently from one coach to the next. And like a lot of coaches within MMA have real personalities that are really out front and center. Your own, your own included. Is there a is there a particular approach that you have? I mean, it's never universal, obviously, because yes. it's always going to be their personality and your personality. But do, are there certain people who are going to suit you, who aren't going to suit you? Does that, does, oh, absolutely. Does that happen? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you have to be uh, you have to be honest. And, uh, you know, we've done well over the last couple of years. And I do get young fighters getting in touch. And, you know, they, they think it's the answers coming here. They yeah. may already be training somewhere that's good, but they're just not gelling with that particular person. Uh -huh. I tell them, you might not either with me. Yeah. You know, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. Sure. But come along, you know, do a week or two's training and we'll know pretty soon enough whether or not uh, we fit together. Yeah. Um, I suppose, that, you know, I did come from martial arts where it was kind of more, more formal. Yeah. with the sort of master student relationship i would now consider myself more coach athlete okay you know okay. more more just the sporting end of martial arts okay um i find that relationship is better for me it's, yeah. it's kind of healthier um so i view very much what i do as a, as a sport and i think it has there's massive benefits from sport whether it's rugby or mma or rock climbing yeah um, and that's kind of more where I found myself going in the last couple of years. Okay, interesting. This is something like we were, we've been talking about as well, because they think we suffered like really different on this one. Okay. I've been a bit of an MMA addict for, I don't know, seven, eight, nine years, something like that. And Lydia, definitely not so. It's so, <laughs> something I wouldn't usually expose her to that part of my personality. When I'm watching that or talking about that is with other people. And like, it's interesting because like, I, I think even in myself, I sort of question where it's coming from. I mm -hmm. question like, why am I interested in that? Why am I interested in that? That you know, essentially, like a blood sport. I don't like the term, but it's been you know whatever. It's there, and I, like I sort of wonder, like obviously there's, there's there's some human need to do this thing, but why is it that there's you know that, that, that there's an aversion to it? That there's an underground element that. Like, what do you see as the, the I suppose, the universe, universality of it? Like, do you see, like, when kids come to you, I suppose, do they get something that's really nourishing for them, that's developmental for them? Do you, do you, do you think it's kind of something that everybody... What's the role of it? Yeah, the role of it. Like, is it a universal role? Yeah. Yeah. Um, all good points. And, and <laughs> Sorry, definitely, de definitely, um, definitely it's not for everybody. Yeah. And I think when I was in my 20s, I was a bit, um, I was more... Uh, how do you say it was almost like a religion to me like i would try to convert people okay and i'd have conversations with people and if they didn't like it i'd get upset yeah and i would just realize that you know just let go it's, it's not for everybody mm. I, I i usually make the joke that it, 
horse racing, I can't stand it. It's okay. not for me. <laughs> Bunch enough. of undersized people whipping horses. I don't get why people watch it, but some people are into it. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's, it's half a joke. And I said, yeah, if yeah, you don't yeah. like MMA, just switch it off. Now, yeah. why are we drawn towards it? Well, a coach that I really respect, Kieran McGinney, he said back in the day, two things would have been very important. Uh, if you could fight and how fast you could run. Mm. Because in, in terms of your tribe, obviously, if you had a very good fighter, you could do well against other tribes. Mm. And how fast you could run, you could deliver messages somewhere. So there's something within our DNA that we have a massive respect for the 100 meter champion. Mm -hmm, Almost mm -hmm. everybody knows who the 100 meter champion is. Mm -hmm. If you say who's the 400 meter swimming champion, it's like, well, I'm not too sure. Funny, 100 meters, we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the baddest man on the planet, you know, Mike Tyson. It was, yeah, yeah. So there's something that's drawn to us about that. I think it's a very healthy pursuit if it's done right and in a good environment. Yeah. If the gym has the right approach to it, you know, if you, I, I always say, walk into my gym, you're going to see a lot of smiling people, a lot of happy people. I'm not about the brutish thing and mm. I'm trying to hurt people. What I am about is trying to challenge my own ego. Mm. And jujitsu, jujitsu is like MMA, but without the striking. Mm -hmm. So I don't do MMA training anymore, personally. Okay. I'm 42, yeah. got some injuries. I don't do it anymore. Mm. I coach it. But I still do jujitsu, mm. which is MMA without the striking. And the beautiful thing about it is, is that how honest and real it is. That every time we step on the mats, we, t we touch hands and we roll, we wrestle until there's a submission. I catch you in a choke. I beat you that day. I mm. got you. Now it's 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 very safe because you just tap mm. and we start again. Yeah. So it's, it's Joe Rogan said it's like it's like a game of death that no one gets hurt because yeah. in theory if i held that choke you would die you know yeah. it's, it's it's that brutal a move sure. but it can be done in a, in a, in a very playful environment mm. because you just tap and we go again yeah um, so it keeps you very honest because if you beat me i just know well he's better than me that's it there's no yeah, yeah. i don't have to make up a big story about it you're just you're, you're just better than me and that's yeah. okay yeah that's what mma and jujitsu is about it's about teaching us that we don't have to be the best mm. but as, long, as long as we're enjoying it we're not injuring ourselves or injuring our training partners it can be a very, a very healthy pursuit I would consider myself extremely lazy. I really? will not go to the gym to run on a treadmill or lift weights. Yeah. I love playing games. I'll mm -hmm. play tennis, I'll, I'll play a game of football, I'll do jujitsu. I see them all as games. But like, games keep me in shape rather than like gym. I, I think, by, I mean, we've just been speaking to Tony Riddle, the natural lifestyle, and I think that would be exactly his philosophy as well. Like, I mean, he came from, I mean, a gym background, then Pilates background, and then kind of rewilding was kind of, you know, kind of taking it all outdoors. Okay. And I think that, that the evolution around training is all going that way where people are getting a bit sick of treadmills they are getting a bit sick of the weights mm. machines and they're looking for something that makes it into a game that, right that makes it's play yeah it's play. Play, that it should be played and my one of my very dear friends he his gym was called play is the way so cool everything he did was based around games so you were learning brutal techniques breaking mm. arms legs but but it was he was made games around it yeah and of course like i said we have a great thing called the tap in jiu-jitsu yeah that if it puts you in a position of um, that's uncomfortable or uh, it's dangerous you tap yeah. and you go again and it's done yeah. i guess i have a question shoot so if there is this thing that you're talking about with jiu-jitsu that has this way of doing the same sort of thing as mma but without the physical aspect to it why is there a need to take it to mma at all um, so there definitely is a physical aspect to it. Like MMA is, or Jiu-Jitsu is very, very physical. But there's no striking. Yeah. Now, what, what is it that, that draws it to striking? It's, it, it is an extreme um, level of martial arts. It's not for everybody. Um, it's, there's excitement with it. There's something in our DNA that for some people, when they watch two guys fighting, it's very, it's very interesting. I must say, I, I'm still a big fan of it. I still love seeing it. Who's going to win? I certainly press 
and I'm a strong advocate of the safety side of it. We do all we do brain scans for all our fighters before they compete. Really? Great. Yeah, yeah. Everybody that's going to do MMA does a brain scan to make sure there's no pre-existing condition. Oh, that's great. Um, they do full medicals every year. There's blood tests. You know, it's it's we make it as safe as possible. Um, okay. But yeah. I, I'm, I know, I know it's not for you, <laughs> and it, that's okay. I'm that's interested okay. in what the like. I have a son, right. so he's four and a half, right? And he's a really physical kid, and sure. he loves to wrestle and all yes. of that kind of stuff. And I guess I'm kind of at this point now where I'm like, is it good for him to have avenues to express that? Yes. Do they need to be an avenue where there's actual physical? you know striking, striking. Yeah. or can can it just be staying within a discipline like in a society what's the role of that like well, i don't I, want to encourage I, him to there, feel there like definitely is um something in uh, mostly boys mm. it's just a fact not that i've got some killer girls in my gym mm. but it's mostly boys to wrestle and grapple and hold each other in pain you watch two puppies that's you know they're, they're it's it's kind of like when 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 you see uh you know uh, lions uh cubs mm. and they're wrestling they're they're playing a game but they're learning how to kill yeah you know, they're learning how to catch prey yeah and that's the same that's what boys are doing mm. it's the in us we're a couple of hundred thousand years old as an animal it's in us that we know we might be in our 20s and have to fight off so an attacker you know, we live in a society where thankfully police and yeah. people are a lot more civilized now and that doesn't mean our dna hasn't changed that we feel the need to be able to protect ourselves yeah. and there's a certain comfort that comes along with the ability to protect yourself a really great comfort actually and one of the thing that you're bringing your son to is, is krav maga actually I, I don't know if you're ever practicing I, I, i'm well aware of krav maga yeah but, yeah I'm sure, I'm sure you are um but like within like krav maga because it's very much well defense oriented i, I know maybe it's, it's it's maybe lost its path in some ways but it's kind of like related to like making you like an autonomous human being like a, a person who can be safe on any street yes. in any place sort of yeah. thing like we don't talk a whole lot about fighting in the gym okay I'm not, i know i'll say something now and this will this will this will be the headline but i the thing about crap my god that worries me a little bit is the the mindset of going in to learn self-defense and they're always thinking about well this guy's coming at me with a bottle and this guy's a gun mm. and everything so we try to get get rid of that mindset and we stayed we're, we're learning sport we're learning how to how, how to pin how to release and it's very physical and that translates very well to the schoolyard if need be but we don't talk about it all the time yeah, it's like if you keep talking about fighting and self-defense and maybe there's an attacker going to kill you it's almost like you're bringing that world yeah. on top totally. of yourself yeah, yeah. whereas you know i get into martial arts uh, seriously after a bad beating i got when i was 18 and i get into it so i was ready for the street fight and i'm ready for all this mm. and then as the time went on i went you know what i'm not getting a street fight so I just i just avoid places where it happened tends to be 2 a.m outside the chip shop mm. i stay away from those places you know it's not like tuesday 4 p.m in brown thomas that ah, there's two guys with sticks and we're gonna have a fight to the death you know like january sales maybe <laughs> black friday yeah. um, but w the more i did sport and the more i brought that into my world the, Everything just started getting much more healthy. I was, I was in better company because I was around athletes. I'm coming to this on a Sunday mm. morning rather than having a hangover, a big Saturday night, and you're out and you're looking at nightclubs. And it, so it really helps you evolve past mm. that stage of, of being worried about fighting. And then suddenly, like, I haven't been in a fight. I don't, you know, I'm 42. <laughs> I don't remember the last time I was even aggressive with somebody out, out, outside. All of my stuff is done within the gym in a safe environment, right. a healthy outlet. For somebody that is in us it certainly was in me and it's in a lot of boys it's a healthy outlet rather than some guy that doesn't have that outlet and he's in an office and he's cramped up and he's in traffic and he's 
beeping at people and road rage and suddenly that explodes mm. over something as benign as a car space and you hear yeah. this all the time yeah. it's been killed over a car space because of just years of of an unhealthy outlet for testosterone which has its positives and its negatives yeah. certainly has a lot of positives and what I feel jujitsu and MMA to a level as well, it gives us that avenue that we can get that out of us. It's a healthy release and in a positive environment that has a massive mental and physical um, health benefits. And um, I think it's good for society. Nice, yeah. nice, nice. Do you get to teach young kids? Um, I don't uh, so much anymore. Okay. Uh, I, I'm a little bit involved with our, with our, with our competition team, but um, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm not, I have guys who teach the kids okay, classes. Okay, okay, okay. So it's just something else, like I think that's probably the the real the the for me the nuts and bolts of it because I feel I always like every time I'm watching it, it's kind of like it strips away sort of the layers of like the adulthood bit. Right. And it's something that sort of primal thing. So I'm always really interested to see like what's coming up out of that. Oh, you know kid. what is amazing is how natural it is. That that's, that's what good. I find. Like so, jujitsu is, you know, if I was to try to take, uh, teach you jujitsu right now. A lot of things I'm going to show you would be, probably feel awkward and you're not too sure where you're moving. Mm. Kids just do it. Yeah. Hey, take us back and they're like a monkey. Just whoop, they're on the back and they do techniques that we're, we're looking around at each other going, it took me six months to learn that. Amazing. And they're getting in a blink. It's so um, that that is very cool to see. It's, it's almost that. And again, it's no surprise. I, I think it's it's within us. And you watch primates, which were part of that team. Yeah, yeah. We, watch the, we watch those kids and they're wrestling each other and picking each other up and throwing. Yeah. That's what we're doing. We just make it a little bit more efficient. Hey, nice, 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 good. And where, so where do you see the evolution? So obviously with SPG, I mean, you, you're worldwide, basically. Yeah, about I mean, 50, I think, worldwide amazing. now. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's phenomenal. Like, yeah. it, it really is amazing. Cause that, yeah. I should it, point out it's not mine. I often okay. get, I haven't got told. So my coach, he started in Portland, Sorry. Oregon. Okay, that's okay, where yeah. international headquarters is. Oh, I didn't even actually know that. There yeah, you go. yeah. Okay. So you, well, you I hear, I hear people bit. now walk into his gym and go, "Oh, there's an SPG in America." I didn't know that. Oh, <laughs> I actually started there. Oh, really? No way. Portland. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, Portland, okay. Oregon is the is the uh, ground zero. That's interesting. And uh, I opened up one of the first ones outside of America in 2001. Okay. I met Matt in 2000. He came here in 2001. Yeah, yeah. Um, but since then, yeah, especially in the last five years. Probably something to do with yeah, the yeah, popularity yeah. explosion, self and Connor, and yes. through the UFC and whatnot. For sure. So now there's um, yeah, there's about 50 around the world, from Australia to uh, Finland, to all over the North America, Canada, yeah, um, all over the UK. So yeah, okay, well, yeah, they're, they're popular. And do you see definitely? Do you see that like is there an evolution happening within the gyms? Is there, is there stuff that you kind of like actually, guys, I'm interested in this now. Does that does that filter? Well, down? What I really like about about SBG uh, as an association is that. For example, in my coach's gym, in, in Matt's gym, he actually isn't really a fan of MMA. I don't think he actually likes it at all. So his gym is very much BJJ or Jiu-Jitsu oriented. Okay. So without the striking part mm -hmm. of it. I'm still in the phase of where I'm enjoying that. Mm -hmm. And that's still a large part of my life, uh, co coaching and my gym. I don't know if it always will be. I, I've said this in many interviews, the Saturday night shows, um, I'm not that I'm not that I'm even nearly done with it yet, but I can see a time where that won't be for me anymore. Yeah. Going along to watch two thousand people that are drinking, like screaming people on. Yeah. It won't always be for me. It is for now because I see the benefits my fighters are getting. Mm -hmm. I have some very good deals with, with Bellator and UFC and such, and I see guys changing their lives, you know, earning good money from doing an activity that they love, that they enjoy. Mm -hmm. But I could see myself evolving towards my coach and having pretty much purely a jiu-jitsu school. Okay, well, you know, yeah, nice. and the, the wellness training, and I'm doing today Vegan Trek, which is, which is kind of just the exercises that go along with MMA training. So you're not taking any of the punishment, but you're getting the, the gains from yeah. the, the physical training. So I think that's going to be a natural evolution for my gym as time goes on. Nice. And with SBGs, you 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 go to 
to them all and some will have different strengths some will like the kickboxing more some will like the jiu-jitsu more some will like mma more some will like the fitness training more there's a bit of um a difference between them all but what i think you will find the same amongst them is that the same sort of personalities are there mm. i always tell people look just show up my gym surprise me don't tell me you're coming and just watch a class and you're going to see this you see a wide range of people yeah. it's not 22 year olds shaved heads and tattoos and everything i was gonna ask what like to what? pick on shaved heads guys yeah that's all right that happens <laughs> <laughs> It's a common thing, like you have picked out the line, you. <laughs> Damn. Um, Random. Yeah, 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 they say that. Um, at least my, my skin colour kind of helps. <laughs> You're like, I'm bold. Yeah, exactly. Bold. That's all it is. Exactly. It's not a style thing. <laughs> I didn't choose this. Um, but uh, what was going to ask you? So what's like the oldest member of a gym that you have? Do you know, like, like in terms is this, of... Is this going out today? Uh, it be going out maybe today or tomorrow? Okay, because tonight yeah. on RTE1, yeah. me and Baz, wingman, oh, cool. and we took a 53-year-old woman who was a yoga teacher, you know, tree hugger, and would have never wanted to do anything in her life. And we took her through a process, she had an MMA fight at the end of it. Oh, wow. And she fought a girl who was less than half her age, and wow. they did, a, I won't give away the end, but they did a couple of good rounds, and she said it was the most beneficial thing she's ever done in her life. Wow. So I don't think I could have more of an extreme example of somebody that you'd be like, no way, not a, no. Not a 52 yeah. year old yoga teacher, yeah. you know? But yeah, she did it. That's interesting. And uh, she'd come through a lot of, a lot of problems in her life with cancer and domestic abuse and, and, and all of these things and uh yep she she went through and it was it was fantastic rt1 9 30 pm deadly oh, we'll get to say today then. if it's Next late day. well watch it on the i'm sure player. On the, player, the player or something like part. that and that actually that show baz it's called wingman mm. and baz was uh emma's wingman but i've actually realized since then He's my wingman because he did more with that show to show what MMA is really about when okay. I speak to someone like you. Yeah. And you're going, what the hell are you guys getting in a cage beating each other for? Yeah. Watch the show. Yeah. And I think it, it, it'll do a better job than my mumbling the last 20 minutes will do in trying to get across why it's beneficial. Yeah. And, and that maybe I, I started this by saying it's not for everybody, but, but maybe it is. <laughs> maybe it is if it's, if it's done the right way. Yeah. And it's in a controlled environment, uh -huh. a safe environment. And um, with the right personalities and the right people and, and the right energies. Mm. You guys talk about energy all the time. That's so it. the right yeah. energies that, that we're in the room and you know what, we're all, we're all a bit broken. We're all yeah. dealing with stuff in our life. We all have a history. Mm. And let's all work together to try and make ourselves cool. a bit great stronger. Job. Great. I love it. Thank you very much, man. That's great. That is Definitely. a philosophy for life. Namaste. Daddy. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you guys for watching. Um, and uh, don't forget to check out our sponsors, Swivel, who made this lovely device that we're filming on at the moment that nearly malfunctioned, but didn't malfunction. Um, <laughs> also, Clear Light Saunas, Infrared Saunas. Come and chat to us if you want to uh, have a look at those. We're obviously ambassadors, so those guys are amazing. Also, Muse Us, plant-based protein. We have a treat here for you today. Really? Yes, oh, indeed. Wow. And thank you very much for coming on. Just as a little thank you. That's very kind. It's got some treats in there. That's like very kind. Things I was mumbling about earlier on, like Cordyceps coffee and um, oh, wow. great, like uh, really good, like powdered, like good kind of plant-based nutrition stuff. Um, You're very kind. Nice protein powders and other fun stuff. So enjoy that. I and will. Thank you very much for coming on. Really appreciate your time, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Bye.